Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning Mishnayos Maishasheni, the fourth parak with Mishnah Hay and Mishnah Vav. We were amidst discussing various haramas, legal fictions one can perform in order to avoid paying the extra chomesh, the extra fifth, when one redeems their Maishasheni. As a person is standing in their threshing floor, standing at their threshing floor, and they don't have money in their hand, right? Because in the previous Mishnah, the tactic that was used was a person took money, gave it to their child, or who was a grown-up, or gave it to their Evid Ivri, and said, with this money, go redeem the Maeser Shani. Here they don't have it. What should they do? Very simple. I'm giving you these produce as a, this produce as a gift. Then he says, This produce that I just gave you should be redeemed on coins I have in my house. And now since the produce doesn't belong to him, he no longer has an obligation to redeem it, to add on the extra chomesh, the extra fifth of my Shani. This concludes the fifth Mishnah. Okay, Mishnah Vav, I need you all to, to pay attention. This is going to be, I'm going to say complicated, but there's a lot going on here. Whenever there is a sale, a couple things take place. There is a Kenyan that takes place, as in, I will pick up an item, I pull an item towards me, and then I hand over the money. So when I pull it towards me, that's when the sale takes place. When I hand over the money, that's when you get the money for the sale. Now, normally, that's all good and well. However, when it comes to Maeser Shani and the, the Pidyon of Maeser Shani, things get a little more complicated. What if I intend to purchase from you your Maeser Shani, and in the process, when I when I'm intend to take the Maishasheni and turn it to Hulin and redeem that Maishasheni onto money in that process. Again, to say that a little more clearly, what if I intend to purchase Maishasheni and in the process of purchasing it, I intend to redeem the Maishasheni onto the monies that I'm using to purchase it? Well, here's the complicated part. When I purchase the Maishasheni, as in when I do the Kenyan, I pick up the, the, the fruit, those fruits now belong to me. However, the actual redemption of that fruit, as in the transfer of the Kedusha of my Sashani to the coins, doesn't happen un until I hand over the money. So it's interesting that I now possess, I will possess the fruits, I as the buyer will possess the fruits before the fruits will actually become Hulin because I have not yet handed over the money. Again, the thing to note is that we often tend to think, just like I guess in America or in secular law, that the, the moment that I hand over the money, the item becomes mine. Whereas in the Torah law is, the moment I do the Kenyan, the, the item becomes mine. What's complicating things here is that although the moment I do the Kenyan, the item becomes mine, it's not until I hand over the money that the item is redeemed. So, why this all What's going on here? So let's add one more monkey wrench, if you will, one more layer here. And that is, what happens? All right, a regular good old case. At 8 o'clock in the morning, I pick up Shmuel's grapes with the intention of handing him $5. And when I hand him the $5 coins, then then those grapes will become hulin. So I, again, at 8 o'clock, I pick up the grapes. The grapes become mine. Grapes are my sashani. At 8.01, I hand him $5. Now the grapes are now Hulin, and the $5 now are Meister Shani, and now Shimon Shmuel has coins of Meister Shani. All right, that is the regular standard good old case. Let's complicate things a little more, and that's where our Mishnah begins. Sorry for the long, lengthy introduction. At 8 o'clock in the morning, I pick up Shmuel's grapes. The grapes are worth $5. Now they are mine because I picked them up. 
I then go to pay him $5 at 8.20 in the morning. However, between 8 o'clock in the morning and 8.20 in the morning, there was a price fluctuation and the price of grapes has changed. So when I, I go to essentially redeem the Meister Shaney by paying up for the, the cost, although I may still be paying $5, but I may have to pay extra amount of money, an extra amount of money in order to redeem them or less money to redeem them. Yes, makes sense. I hope it makes somewhat sense. We'll see more as we read the Mishnah. A person does a Kenyan, and they, they t- basically they purchase one Sela's worth of, of produce. And the way they purchase it, again, is they do the Kenyan on it. But they don't have a chance to give over the money and redeem it until the price rises. And now the grapes go from being one Sela to two Sela's. What they do? Therefore, no single seller. The buyer should give the seller one seller, which is what he purchased it for. Umishtaker seller, and then the buyer now, when the buyer now has a uh, item which is worth two sellers, right? Because again, it went up. It's worth two sellers. He he made two sellers because he purchased it for one seller. Now it's worth two sellers. But but the issue is that he still has to redeem it. Meaning he only redeemed ha- he, he may he may now have grapes that are worth two sellers, but yeah, and he only redeemed one seller's worth of it because he only gave over one seller. So what should he do? He has to complete the redemption. The way he completes it is by designating another seller as Meister Shani. Um, now what's going to be interesting here is that the first seller belongs to the to the seller, but the second sell the second seller Meister Shani Shalo the second seller belongs to him. Because he doesn't have to give over the second seller to the buyer because the, to the seller, excuse me, because the initial, the transaction was only one seller. The transaction was these grapes were going to be, again, to use our American dollars, the transaction was these grapes are $5. Somehow now the grapes, went up, we, we, we closed the deal, and now I owe you $5, but then the grapes go down, now go up to $10 before I can redeem them. So now I need to pay you $5 for your grapes. I now need to redeem these grapes for $10. Well, five of that is going to go to you. That's going to redeem half of it. The other half is going to be redeemed by me taking five dollars from elsewhere and designating as my sir Shani. What's going to be now in the reverse case? Let's say I purchase something for two sella, and now they're mine. And I don't have a chance to redeem it until it depreciates in value, and now it becomes worth only one sella. No saint sella michulin. So, again, I have to honor my half of the deal. I still have to pay you two sella. Why? Because I purchased it for two sella. I pay you, so I can pay you one sella that's from Hulin. Right? Again, you can't, you can't, you can't redeem Meister Shani with other Meister Shani. So I redeem it. I take one seller. I pay it. That's from regular Hulin. Once I do that, the grapes are now totally redeemed. Why are they totally redeemed? Because now it's only, you only need one seller to redeem them because it's, it's only worth one sella. And then the second, and then the, what about paying you for the second half? I still owe you an additional seller. That, the seller Shemaiser Shani Shalom. And then I can take good old regular Meister Shani from my Meister Shani pot that I have from other areas and pay up the rest. Again, what's going on here? To use regular American dollars to make it a little more clear. Let's say I have grapes that are worth $10. And we close a deal that I'm going to purchase from you $10 worth of grapes. So now I owe you objectively $10. Nothing's going to change about that. Okay. I take those grapes into possession. I owe you $10. Before I have a chance to pay up, and again, remember, when I pay up, that's also going to redeem the grapes. The grapes now drop to $5. So now, I still owe you $10, and I also have to redeem the grapes, but now I only have to redeem the grapes for $5. So what can I do? So I take $5 of hulin, of regular good old hulin, of non-sanctified money, and I pay you first $5 of non-sanctified money. That now redeems the grapes. The grapes are not considered totally hulin. 
what about the other $5 I owe you? Well, that I can use other my Shoshani money for because I'm not redeeming anything. I'm just paying up $5 of $5 that I owe you, and then I can, and not because I'm redeeming, and therefore I can pay good old Maestro Shani from a different pot that I have. However, in Hayya Amaretz, if you are an Amaretz, as in you don't know how to treat Maestro Shani appropriately, no slam but demai. I have to give you demai. I can't give you Maestro Shani because we don't want you to treat it inappropriately. I wish you all a wonderful day.